there, Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the family-friendly D&D 5e actual play co- podcast that you can listen to with your goddamn kids. <laughs> I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master. <laughs> I'm the big boy who runs the game. I don't know what you guys are laughing about. Shut up. <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by the herd of lovely children that I call my friends and co-hosts. Speaking of children, Daniel's here. How are you, mister? No! No! Hello! <laughs> I, I, I came up to this table because I wanted to play the game. Just, <laughs> just kidding, psych! I got a gun in my hand! Oh, Give God. me all your fucking money! <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for all the listeners at home. That was too aggressive. <laughs> we do we do not condone well, violence we... of children. <laughs> After that, I think it's good to remind the audience that we also have Janelle, who is... Honestly, more mature than all of us combined. What's up with that? Somebody has to be the mom friend. And this role was uh, pretty much forced upon me because no one else was willing to step up and do it. So here I am. You're welcome. I feel called out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, especially after all of that, uh, we have Nate here too, but I'm afraid of what he's going to do if I draw too much attention to him. What? My ears are bleeding off of some disgusting noise I heard earlier. What? Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Joel is here as well. Although he is as silent as a windless winter night, deep down, we all know he has the heart of a child. That's right. My my life is filled with childlike joy and wonder. I, I never see anything that doesn't fascinate me. Very I bet silent. you all thought I was going to go with the the classic, uh, you know. I've got I've got a child's heart in my hand, but no. yeah, that <laughs> was that. that was a real uh, thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, oh. I do have that too, though. But. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and then finally, we have AJ as well, who, like most babies, tests my patience at every fucking turn. If you would just turn on the turn signal 400 feet before the turn, it wouldn't be an issue. I'm just saying, you're a bad driver. 400. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you sound, you sound just like my babies. I have a lot of babies. <laughs> you're several babies. <laughs> All of them complaining about your driving style because you're Josh. a bad driver. Yeah, Josh is, Josh is a father of nine, in case anyone at home wanted to know. Not really sure what they are, but there's nine of them. Wait, nine? <laughs> Oh, there are only seven. <laughs> there are now. <laughs> oh, Joel, no. Oh, God. He's going to D&D. Go to D&D. We got to move Mister, on. I can't believe you stole my heart. No. no I, in a way that's... When I said family friendly, I did not mean kids should listen to it. I just meant we talk about families a lot. Yeah, that's probably the most accurate. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to D and D. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> this is going to be a train wreck. To oh, is there a little bit of shadow? No, I don't <laughs> like it. I'm trying to get upset, and it's making me cry. It's okay, Mister. Hold my hand. It'll make you feel better. I don't know why I played along. I shouldn't have played along. And just hold my hand. No, There's we're no moving knife on. in my hand. There's Let's no D and D. Nate, will you put yourself D- on Daniel. mute? Daniel. Nate put Daniel. himself on mute. Let's let's D&D, please. All right. Well, if you guys are ready, I guess we can jump into D&D. Oh, my God. Last week, you guys spent the entire episode talking to Steven the guard, and you learned some important things. First of all, you have a list of all the people who have disappeared, and you have determined so far that whatever is happening must be originating from below the town in the ruins, the old dwarven ruins. You also know that everyone that has gone missing has been a full-blooded human, so there have been no dwarves or other non-human races disappearing. So after this long, arduous info dump, you guys finally left and made your way to the town square, which is near the temple, because Aegon set off to hear good old Richard's confession. So we're going to jump right into that scene. Aegon is sitting in the peaceful temple garden. The sun is mostly set. It's kind of turning kind of a greenish blue. And sitting across from you on another bench is Richard. And 
He's just, he's laying it down. Yeah, so, so Aegon, uh, oh, sorry, brother, father, Aegon, whatever. It, like, I, I know, I know Jack Noff's a sin, but like, <laughs> is, it, oh, is it extra bad if I was thinking about the goddess of fertility? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to... I wasn't prepared for this. Is that really what Richard says? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this is canon. That's just hot. I mean, because on one on one hand, it's like, yeah, I know it's a bad thing, but it's also fertility. <laughs> yes, of course, Richard. I'm sure that the goddess of fertility would be honored by your actions. But um, might I might I just tell you, maybe try not to do it so much. Oh, okay, uh, I, I could work on that. You know, it, it's, it's kind of hard having been separated for so long, you know. You gotta you got, you got do stuff, you know? Right. Well, I, I'm still not sure that it's very appropriate to be doing it at your post. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind then. Oh, man. Um, well, okay, and then I'll also, a- after that, um, last Wednesday I I called, a, called Jacob's wife a bitch. And it didn't make her very happy. Is that, is that is that really a sin, or is that just being mean? It's not a it's not a sin to be mean to someone, Richard. It's it's a sin to dishonor them and and treat them poorly. So you need to think about how you're going to amen- make amends for that. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. Hey, you know, Aegon, thank thank you very much for for doing this. I don't think I'd be able to tell half the stuff to the priests here. Yeah, I just I feel I feel like you wouldn't judge me for this. Of course I wouldn't, Richard. I know deep down that you're a wonderful man. You're just having a few troubles currently. Oh, yeah, I'm having a lot of troubles, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, anyway, that's uh, let me let me think real quick. I think I think that's it. I think that's all I had. Um, well, thank thank you very much for for hearing my confession, Aegon. Um. Is there anything I can do in return, or is that not really how you you do it? I don't want to. I don't want you to feel like I'm paying you to forgive me if you don't want to forgive me of my sins. <laughs> but at the same time, I want to. I want to help out because. Of course, Richard. Uh, well, hearing confession is a duty to a priest, and I wouldn't ask anything of you for 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 my time tonight. However, in the future, I may ask you for a favor, completely unrelated. Oh, okay. Oh man, it's been been such a long time, man. I feel feel good. I feel much lighter. I don't have the burden of my sins on my shoulders. Man, I feel young again, man. I feel like I could run around. Maybe maybe instead of going home tonight, I'll go out exploring. It's been a while since I've been in the tunnels. The, the tunnels, you say? Oh yeah, Aegon. Hey, did you know there are tunnels underneath this town? I was aware, but I, I'm not familiar with how to get into them. Would you mind telling me? Oh, yeah. There, if you know where to look, there are entrance, entrance points everywhere. You know, most of the homes are, are isolated from them, but, you know, once in a while, if you find a, a hole in the wall, or if you, well, I haven't done this since I was a teenager, but uh, some homes and shops, if you can sneak in, you can uh, get into get in through the floorboards and get down there. It's really cool down there. Not, like I said, not a whole lot of people know about it. So it's pretty safe. T- tell me, Richard, do, do any of these tunnels go under the marble throne, perchance? Oh yeah, we used to we used to go up and get beers all the time. This is back when we were like ten. <laughs> God, I I see. Would you would you mind telling me exactly where I could get into the the tunnels? Oh yeah, my uh, back when I was a kid. Um, actually, here, if you, if you guys aren't doing anything, I could just show you guys tonight. I'm sure that uh, my my party might like that, actually, Richard. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you you, you want to go meet up with them, or do you want to just meet me at the Marble Throne later? Yes. Or... Well, if you have time now, they're waiting in the town square. Could we possibly go see them? Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Just out of curiosity, why are they waiting in the town square for? <laughs> uh, well, we split up a bit, and they're just milling around until I got back. I told them I had some business to attend to. Well, you know, they, they could have come, too. They're not priests. 
Hold on, is he gonna oh admit god. this stuff about anybody just as long as it wasn't the other priests? Oh my god. Aegon, <laughs> there are no secrets among friends. Yes, uh, of course there aren't. Anyway, yeah, let's, let's go meet up with them. Yeah, and uh, Aegon will make his way to the town square. Alright, so now while they're doing that, what's going on in the town square? Are Gunner and Theo doing something dumb as per usual? I was thinking of something. <laughs> but if you wanted to do something else, feel free. No, I was. my thought was Vez was probably going to be watching whatever dumb thing you two had <laughs> concocted. <laughs> well, Theo was going to challenge Gunner and or our, uh, our esteemed Jasper to an arm wrestling match because he felt left out that he didn't get an arm wrestling match. And Aegon did with Gunner. Well, you know, I couldn't win, but uh, Jasper is a robot, so therefore I think he could kick your ass. W- oh, Gunner. Oh, I'm sorry. He 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 There's could. There's a church he, right over there. It can see you. Uh, it, oh, I'm sorry. Jasper could kick your ass. Amen. How's that? Amen. Oh man. Oh man. I just hope Aegon and him are talking about something better than what we are. <laughs> come on, Jasper. Jasper, put, come on. Put her, put her down. Do it, Jasper. You the can elbow. do it. Gunner's like rubbing his shoulders, like, all right, all right, kid. He, he here's a slip. He, he, he's got a weak elbow. Wait, wait, which. What you gotta do is, 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 as soon as he starts, you, you gotta, you, you gotta jerk his arm real quick. Or break it. Wait for sure. Gunner, it was just a friendly match. Don't break my arm, Jasper. Do but, not break my arm. But I'm practicing my impressions. <laughs> Go ahead, Jasper. You can do it. Here, can we do a roll off if Jasper really wants to do it? Jasper does not want to do it. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Damn it. Come on, Jasper, please. Please, Jasper, I just want to see if Theo gets embarrassed because he lost to a robot. I will not lose, but I won't break your arm either, Jasper, please. He just looks at Gunner and goes, You think I have any chance of winning? I am literally, my chest is the size of his leg. Theo's just slapping his legs left and right, prepping. Huh! 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 <laughs> I was made out of delicate components. He could seriously break components by doing this, so no. Ah. Well, I can go pick up a bench. Since you are so adamant about the show, you should continue. You can do the arm wrestling. Yeah, Gunner. Why don't you arm wrestle, Theo? Oh no! I, I, he, he. Gonna go be a little chicken boy again and and talk your way out of this. And because you're hmm. just so scared that Fios could just gonna beat you up, you little chicken boy. Don't call me a chicken boy. <laughs> I then love the nasty you got. <laughs> Such a sweet girl, ruined so quickly by being knocked unconscious so many times. Are you gonna bring that up again? Yes, always, every time. <laughs> every opportunity I get, I will. <clears throat> well, Gunner, you said you knew how to beat me, break my arm. Come on. Look at this meaty arm. Come on. <laughs> hmm. Well, I, I, I don't think I, I, I could beat you in an arm wrestling match. Maybe a real mess- wrestling match. But... Oh, yeah? Yeah? He goes and ducks under his legs and tries to pick him up real quick, trying to wrestle him. Ah! What you got? Uh, well, <laughs> I want Gunner to do something, but I think it's only fair that I roll for it. Okay. So what do you want to have him do? I'm well. I want to roll an acrobatics check to do something really cool, <laughs> but I want to roll it first before I describe what I want to do, because if I if it goes really bad, I feel like there's lots of funny things. So. Okay, well, roll for it, and then well, no, actually, okay, yeah, just go for it, go for it. Okay, he rolled really good. Okay, so Gunner got an eighteen plus five as Fia went to go get him. Yeah, so okay. I, I I imagine Gunner does this cool like Theo goes to try and grab him, and Gunner does like 
a handstand on Fio's back and a twist, and he huh. does a nice little turnaround kind of backflip thing. Whoa. Ta-da! Nice. What did you think of that? Cool, but now I got you. Ha! And I'm going to roll to try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a 18 on the die plus four athletics to tackle. Think that works? Yeah, 22? Uh, I mean, I think that probably add... gets me, yeah. <laughs> Unless you want athletic out of the way. Yeah, I didn't get I I got an eight on the die. It doesn't matter what I add. (laughs) Take you to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Tap out. Tap out. Okay. All right. You got me. Owie. As you guys are doing this, uh, Aegon and uh, Richard arrive. Oh, wow. Is that a party over here? Yes, and I win. <laughs> Gunner stands up, kind of mutters to himself, still not a chicken boy. Aegon's <laughs> <laughs> just going to uh, gl- cast a, uh, a pitying, knowing glance over to Vez. <laughs> you know, normally that would be appropriate, and I appreciate, but I definitely helped incite this problem this time. <laughs> I will take full responsibility for my actions. High five, I'm very Vez. sorry. High five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's very tired, and I feel like the more tired she gets, the less mature that she's been trying to keep on Saison, and more of the like pretty much teenager that she actually is starts to show. <laughs> well, with with that, Aegon's uh, gonna talk to everybody and and tell them about uh, how Richard has informed him of the tunnels beneath the entire town and how they can get in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually not that hard. Wonderful. Was that what the confession was about? Well, no, the confession was was about my... <laughs> yes? <laughs> don't, don't say Yes, Josh? Yes. We already know. No, Theo anyway. doesn't know. Please Theo don't. doesn't know. He needs Please to know. Please don't. No, you don't ask people that, Theo. That's very rude. Well, what do you mean? I, Confessions I was... are private. You don't ask. Oh, I just, I thought it was the thing he wanted to, okay. I thought this is what we called bro time, and we exchange stories. Different, different thing. See, it's actually not that hard. You see, your friend said he wants to get into the Marble Throne, um, which, obviously, I'd recommend, officially, don't recommend doing that because I'm a guardsman, but, you know, there's a way to sneak in if you're looking to get a little extra ale now and then. Oh, actually, yeah, hang on, I just thought of something else I should probably confess. (laughs) (laughs) I've been been stealing a lot of ale from the Marble Throne. (laughs) Well, well, maybe we could talk about this uh, at, at your next confession, Richard. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, right below the marble throne, there's this uh, like this complex. It's like a four-way meeting part. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what it is. It looks looks kind of like a temple to me, except underground. But you can access it. You just go past the tavern to the bakery, and behind the bakery, there's a there's a, some loose cobblestone that if you kind of shuffle it around and. That moves some discarded boards, you can find a big old hole back there, which they've never really closed up because they just assumed it's, well, a hole. But if you go go through that, you can take a tunnel that'll lead you to this complex, and then you can use a ladder that I put down there a long time ago, and you can climb up into the cellar of the Marble Throne. Did you get that? Yes, thank you very much, Richard. Uh, but But I do have one more question for you. Do you know yeah. of anybody else that would use these tunnels regularly? Well, uh, I, I have some old, old childhood friends who do. Like I'm trying, trying to think of anyone you would know. Hmm. Do you know? Do you know Jason? I, I don't believe we do. Hmm. Um. Timothy. N- no. <laughs> um. Oh, we don't really talk, but uh, Edward Smells, the lawyer. You know, you, you, you talk to him, right? Yes, we have. Ugh, yes. He doesn't like us. We were buddies way back when. No kidding. I mean, yeah, he became a lawyer and he's kind of boring now, but... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, he has a lot of money. He goes down there a lot? Well, I didn't say he goes down there. You asked me who would know. 
I just, oh. I just know my, my friends know. Other than that, I, very few people do know. Well, thank you for the information. Yeah, no problem. Uh, do you want me to show you where the, the hole is? I think that would be really helpful if you'd be willing to. Thank yeah. you, Richard. Yeah, here, come on. It's just this way. Just keep, make sure you ha- keep a low profile because they're going to pe- be people heading towards the end now uh, to get to get some drinks at the Marl Throne. So let's uh, sneak around here. And he leads you guys weaving through the streets and through the people. And he leads you past the Marble Throne, just a few buildings down, and pulls you behind the bakery into an alleyway and says, all right, there you go. There's the hole. And you see a hole that looks like it's barely big enough for you to squeeze through. And uh, Steve looks down, and then he looks at his gut, and he says, well, I used to be able to fit down there. Oh, boy, is uh, is Fio going to be able to fit down there? Maybe. I <laughs> <laughs> have to like take off all his squeeze? gear and like butter up. <laughs> Neosporn up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, maybe I'll fit. You guys should go first in case I get stuck. You can pull me back. Oh, okay. You're gonna just go now. But yeah, why not? Oh, oh, okay. Or no, we not. We gonna go sleep, guys? Yes, no. Well, I, I don't think we should go to sleep yet, but, uh, G- Richard, if, if we were to go in there now and vent into the basement of the Marble Throne, would we run into anyone, perhaps? Or you don't think so? Well, I mean, you probably run into workers if they're coming down to get food and drink. I don't, oh, why do you want to get into the Marble Throne again? Curious. <laughs> Is... He's working with Steven, right? Josh, just to clarify. He doesn't have all the details. Like, he doesn't know you guys are trying to get into the Marble Throne. Remember? That was something that came up in your conversation with Steven. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just asking if he's working with Steven. Oh, yeah, Steven. yeah, he is. So, we're working together now, and we have a theory about the Marble Throne. And I'm going to leave it at that, just in case there are prying ears somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're doing the thing. That was, yep. a lot quicker. that was a lot quicker than I thought. I thought it would take a little bit, especially after the beating you guys have been taking. And he looks at you guys, and you guys are wearing <laughs> tattered clothing. I think Aegon's white robes are still stained with blood from the cockatrice. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, you guys are a mess. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't go in the hole tonight. Speaking we of which, you guys will actually need to buy new clothes, because I think... I don't think any of you guys have functional clothing anymore. Welp. Yeah, because we've gone through two sets now, right? Yeah, I think Shit. that's all you guys had. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's go take a, a bath and and some food and a bed. And hey, morning. He, he, he leans over to Fio. Hey, Fio, wanna wanna know how to sneak into the bathhouse? What? <laughs> Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I do. He gets like real red, red, and then you see him. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't say. And, um, I uh, uh, it comes it comes up right on the floor. There's just enough clearance to peek through. What the heck is this guy? Oh my god! I, uh, guys, um, hey guys, should... I think I thought of something else. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go back to the 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 uh, the throne and definitely. Not... And he wishes it was like maybe maybe later. Holy crap, uh, um, don't make it obvious. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely go back to the um, uh, tavern first and then go to bed and not do anything else after that. How old is Fio again? He's, uh, well, he's not young or anything. You don't know his exact age, but he's definitely past his 20s or so because he looks, because they're fairly human, the Genasi, mm-hmm. in terms of age. And ba- so, yeah, basically humans who have been infused with elemental energy. Right. So he's so essentially he's he's above his twenties or so, but you wouldn't tell by his reactions to like a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he grew up in a mountain village where everyone wore layers and layers of fur. It's mostly imagination. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I wonder what she looks like. I wonder what she looks like in normal clothes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yoy. So he's a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> a wolf. Um, 
Yep, definitely in the tavern. Let's go. Not do anything else later at night. <laughs> do 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 do. Good, yeah. <laughs> good, good cover up, Theo. Good job. Thanks. Oh my god. He walks. He walks back to the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. He just left. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, hey. Stop uh, tired. Need bed. Uh. <laughs> Can we all just collectively just grab I think him? You guys, I think you guys all just head to the, the tavern. <laughs> Unless you guys really want to go tonight. But it'll be fairly busy since it's dinner time, won't it? This is out of character, of course. Yeah, well, it should be. We're not going in. We're we're mainly... I think the reason that we wanted to go into the tunnels was to see if anyone was like scoping it out looking for targets. Or at least that's what my... So now would be the best time to go into the tunnels, I would think. Yeah, that's fair. That's kind of my thing. All right. Well, if you guys throw a rocket, Fio's feet or whatever gives attention, I'll come back. I use a mage hand to tickle him. <laughs> no, no. I think well, we should just that? let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he's around, bad things seem to happen. <gasps> no. <gasps> you wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. We'll get well, it. Is this going to be a, a Richard and, and Fio adventure? <laughs> <laughs> Gunner does use a mage hand to try and tickle him, though. <laughs> Which, for those of you who don't know at home, <clears throat> mage hand is a cantrip. It is a spectral floating hand that appears at a point you choose within range. Uh, which is 30 feet. The hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it as an action. The hand vanishes if it is ever more than 30 feet away from you or if you cast a spell again. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, store or retrieve, or I'm sorry, stow or retrieve an item from an open container or pour the contents out of a vial. You can move the hand up to 30 feet each time you use it. The, the hand can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds, but it can definitely tickle. Oh my God. Tickle All right, check. well, roll, roll the tickle then. Roll a tickle <laughs> check. That's a 13 on the die. What should I add? Spellcasting ability modifier. Oh yeah, if it's a spellcasting, like if I add my spell attack bonus, that's an eighteen. It's a pretty good tickle. Does that, does that tickle hit you? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure the tickle. Hits oh my gosh, me. we are so off topic. Look at D and D guys. Oh my god. Oh, oh god. What was what that? What is your guys' plan? <clears throat> yeah, I guess we'll go in. I say we go in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So Richard looks down and he says, well, uh, if you guys are going to go in now, I, like I said, I don't think I'll fit, but uh, do you want me to wait here for you? Or can I can I go get some food? Oh, I know. What I can do is I can go get some food at the tavern, and then you'll be below the tavern. So if you need me, I'll be right there. How's that sound? I think it sounds fair. Yeah. That's really smart. Good idea. All right, well, I'll, I'll go do that. All right, I'll see you guys. And uh, he starts trotting off towards the marble throne. Ah, uh, Richard, what a nice fellow. Seems like um, your little chat did him some good, Aegon. <laughs> uh, yes, it did. I, I think it did. And Aegon kind of wipes his brow, some sweat <laughs> off his brow. <laughs> 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 oh shoot, Tuo, you can't fit in the hole. Um, uh, go get him. Go get him, boy. Go get him. Tuo will fit in the hole. I know, but Theo doesn't want him to go in the hole. He's trying to make up an excuse. Oh, he's he's because he doesn't want to go down into the depths because he's not sure if he can climb out fast enough. If like they have to run gotcha. out really quick. I didn't say it. Before. I probably should have led with that. Whoops. <laughs> Anyways, yes, Theo's worried about his dog, so he's going to make up an excuse to go, Oh, Tuo, you can't get in there. Um, Go go get him. Go get him, boy. Go get him. <laughs> and then Tuo's like, But master, I can go in the tunnels. <laughs> don't, give, <laughs> don't give me that look. You know, the last one took master, forever to get you in. why do you never respond to what I say? You're such a good boy. Yes, I know you understand. Yes, go I know I'm it. a good boy. <laughs> Just go, go, go get Richard. Go hang out with Richard and protect. <laughs> that was stupid. I love it, though. I love it. It's so <laughs> Please good. Please keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Doug. <laughs> you, you, you just have to say Bork at the end of everything you say. Then we know it's 2-0. That makes sense. <laughs> so he's, he's giving him direction to go uh, watch Richard and hang out with him. 
and hopefully he, he agrees and, and does that. He should, because, you know, it's like, you know, go stick with him or stick with me or stay, etc. So he sends him off to that because he doesn't want to go down the hole. All right, so yeah, 2-0 runs off uh, after Richard. And now it's time to see if you can squeeze into oh, the, the tunnels. So, Theo, you're the only one who's actually going to have to make a check because you are pretty big. Everyone else is pretty small. Yeah. Is um is it like a drop or is it just walk in kind of uh, thing? You you look down, you it's dark, so you can't unless you pull out like a torch, uh, you won't be able to tell how far down it is. I think I have dark vision, unless it's farther there. Oh that, that is right, you do have dark vision. It's about a fifteen foot drop. Okay, cool. So then uh, that should be fine then. He's tall enough, it shouldn't matter too much. So he'll uh, he'll back in, put his legs in first. He's done some uh, uh, some ca- cavaneering. What's the word for that? Spelunking. spelunking. Yeah, he's done some spelunking in his time, going out into mines and or trying to save caving. people. Caving. I think caving's the proper term. Spelunking, I think, is exploring unexplored caves. No, and I think caving right. is just the act of going through the caves. Gotcha. Then yeah, mostly caving. Then. So give it a check. What, what do I need to do? Do I do um, a uh, athletics? Just give me a dexterity acrobatics check. Oh boy. It's going to be a roll of the dice. It's a plus zero to this, guys. Oh, that's not bad. 17. Okay. So you're able to squeeze your way through, and you extend your arms, and you drop down to the floor below. And you see a very similar sight to what you saw beneath the uh, uh, farmer's home. uh, Very ornate marble walls with... uh, offsets like supporting pillars built into the wall gold inlaid designs on the floor and just a thick layer of dust over everything and cobwebs completely obscuring the carvings on the walls and there's just this old musty smell i feel like the only things that come down here are animals and maybe the occasional person if they happen to find it but it just feels so eerie and forgotten. Theo, what do you see? With my special eyes, <laughs> I see... <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. Uh, there's some walls and some cobwebs. It looks like the basement of Trevor's place, and it's dark. Is that what you're looking for? Why don't we all jump in and see for ourselves? All right, here, let me... Move you guys to the map. <gasps> we have a map. Ooh, we have a map. Which I, you'll, you can't see it yet, but I'll, I'll fix that. Oh, no. Maybe maybe it's bad that we have a map. I was going to say, normally it's bad when we have a map. Oh, boy, we have a map, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys all drop down, and you see you are you in a very large chamber. Yeah, it's about a 30-foot by... It's a 30-foot by 50-foot chamber with a ceiling that's just a little over 10 feet up with enough built up on top of it to hide it from the street and not cause it to come caving down. Um, There are also some supporting pillars holding up the ground as well. In addition to some alcoves in the walls, which upon investigation yield nothing, they're empty. They look like maybe they held decorations or statuettes of some kind. But beyond those, all that you can see are two doors, one to the west leading into the darkness and one to the east leading into the darkness. Uh, how easy does it look to get back up? Well, you guys drop down. Like if like if Gunner were standing on Theo's shoulders? Yeah, you feel like you'd be able to shimmy yourself up if you had a ladder. And Richard said there's a ladder down here somewhere. Yeah, at the end, right before we get to the tavern, I think. I guess I'm just wondering if we should prepare a rope in case we need to make a quick escape. Is it too late now? Cause, uh... <laughs> well, no, we can, I mean, if we have time, we can take the time to get back up, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you have time. Do you want to send Jasper up if he's willing to, to go tie a rope? That'd be a good idea. Jasper, do you, you think? What do you think, Nate? You would just have to help me up. I got it. Fia goes over and kneels down to do like the uh, the cheerleader like up with his hands, the cup in his hands, you know, and step up, mm-hmm. whatever that's called. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, you could also argue that maybe Jasper would have thought of that on his way down. 
Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh-huh. Fio's cheerleader time, and he's gonna uh, help you up. Not so hard. <laughs> I love I love break. the sound effects, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't me. Oh, I thought someone was making sound effects. No, that's just me finding my d20s. Cool. So, okay. do you need me to roll or anything like that to get up? Um, yeah, just give me an athletics check. Alrighty, this is gonna go well. With advantage, because I'm helping? No, you, he wouldn't be able to do it unless you helped him. Oh, 16. Okay. okay, that's enough. You're able to climb up. Nice. Okay. And if you're looking for a spot to fasten a rope, um, you do find a big, thick, um, sturdy piece of the building that you can tie it to. Is there any way I can make it so it doesn't look obvious that there's a rope hanging out? Um, how about you give me a survival check to kind of like hide it, like a like a trap? But it's not a trap. It's a trap. Boom. That's gonna go great. Oh no! What'd That's you a get? seven. Oh no. <laughs> So yeah, you're like, no one's gonna see this. And it's like dangling down from the roof of the building, <laughs> down no. the firewall. Secure. Oh my God. Safety first. <laughs> okay, now give me one more check, Nate. Give me a sleight of hand with intelligence. Sleight of hand with intelligence. Yep, to tie right. that knot. That's a twenty-three. Okay, man, you are so good at tying knots. <laughs> Almost as good as feel. Practice. <laughs> That's the only reason. Super oh, creepy. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I still love his comment. I'm used to tying up people. <laughs> you guys never asked why he's used to tying up people. Do we want the answer? I don't think we do. I don't think Fio is paying attention. Nah, in the future, it'll <laughs> become obvious one day. Oh, dear. Oh, God. When he, he betrays you guys and ties all of you up. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it. It's just a matter of time. He's behind all the disappearances. <laughs> Alrighty, I guess we'll start all right, trudging Josh, forward. Josh, you're uh, giving away too much of the story. Would you please not uh, <laughs> foretell what uh, me and you discussed? <laughs> okay, okay. Don't wink, worry. wink. Um, who all can see in the dark? Not me. Okay, so we need at least we- one torch. We, yeah, I was going to say, what we established from the last time we encountered this is that Fio, Gunner, and Aogon can all see in the dark. Jasper and Vez cannot. Gotcha. But Vez hasn't said that, but I think we know that Jasper can't. Right. Because I think I'm supposed to be able to see in the dark. Yeah. If you're a a half-elf, then we probably assume, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can see in the dark. Yeah, yeah. And she'll just like, it's uh we think it's just Jasper. Yeah. You guys think it's just Jasper. Right, right, right. Yeah, she's just She took a like, risk being she, a half-elf. She's like she's like, "Well, could we just use a light for Jasper?" <laughs> yeah. So he can make, see. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make sure that everybody can see and that's going to help everybody see even further. So to be it's a good just good plan overall, I think. Okay. Fia strikes a torch. <laughs> All right, so you strike up a torch, and now everyone can see everything. I, uh, I'll hand it back to either Vez or Jasper to hang on to, so he can double hand his axe. She's gonna hand it to Jasper so she can double hand her stick. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper just stares at it and goes intriguing. Oh no! This reminds uh, me of all the people I've brained. <laughs> oh, oh my. God. God, do <laughs> why all the people I framed? Do we do we know which way the uh, tavern is? Like east or west or north or south? Yeah, you know it. You know it's east. East, Just like okay. west. You know it's west. It's west. It's west. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I guess if there's no further ado, Fia's just gonna start slowly walking to the west. All right, so you peek around the doorway and you can see into the next chamber which is very similar to the one you guys are in now, but instead of being kind of long and rectangular like the other one, this one's almost like a blocky eight-sided room about uh, 30 feet from one side to the other. 
after you walk through the the hallway to get in. And in the center of it is a large, like, basin, like Richard described. It almost looks like um, like a temple gathering area. Hmm. Okay. And you also see two large hallways. Well, no, sorry, not two. You also see three large hallways leading out of this chamber in addition to the hallway you came in. So there are four hallways heading north, south, east, and west. And you guys are coming from the east hallway. And you remember Richard's description and based on where you guys are right now, you think the next room over is immediately beneath the tavern. You don't know where any of the other tunnels go. Um, <clears throat> quick quick thing. Uh, can we just assume that we're all moving together in a group? Yes. Because re- realistically, we wouldn't I don't think we would be scattered like this if we were just trying to proceed. Now, right. are you guys just trudging through, or are you trying to move quietly? I would th- I would think quietly if we're trying to catch someone in the act, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And after that octopus thing, Theo is not exactly um, uh, too daring to just go charging and being loud. Ironic as that is. <laughs> so then Theo is going to just kind of peek around the corner again and slowly make his way into the center look south and north in case there's anything there. And then, now, are you carrying the torch? Uh, no, he's mostly relying on his um, his dark vision. Jasper has it, and he's in the back. Okay. So if he doesn't see anybody or anything in the hallways, he's just going to keep moving towards the tavern hallway. All right, so as you guys go forward, why don't you give me a group stealth check? Okay. Just to determine how quietly you guys move through this entire... Not very is probably good. what's going to I mean, it's, it's okay. As long as three out of five of you succeed. I've used up my good roll for the day. I mean, I got a 19 nice. total. That's pretty good. I got pretty good, too. I got a 16. Got a 25. I got a five. <laughs> I got a rock. 17. <laughs> Everybody but Aegon's got it together here. All right. So, yeah, you guys are sneaking quietly. Um, Aegon is too busy thinking about his confessional sec- session <laughs> with uh, Richard, <laughs> and he almost trips over the font, uh, but Theo is able to grab him and keep him from hitting the ground with a thud. But like, even every little sound you make, every kicking of a stone, every scrape, even the co- like it's so silent down here, even the cobwebs seem to be making noise as you guys brush past them. Very spoopy. Scary skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Spoopy all the time. Uh, Fia's gonna peek into the next room across the hall. Okay. So here, let me actually need to look up something really quick. Oh. Yeah, don't worry. How many people can a death ray kill with one shot? It depends on what kind of creature is using it. So if he does 17d6, I don't... Let's see. The Trask's Bite Attack. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're inside a Trask. <laughs> the city was a Trask the whole time. That's really Middle interesting West. that they're made out of... Dwarven. Dwarven. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarves are Hot smart to keep digging south. That's why Enter, exit the digestive tract. There we go. They figured it out. That's why it's in the porcelain throne. Okay. Marble throne, AJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you you guys come up to this uh, door at the end of this hallway leading out of the this small temple area. And you peek in, you see another large room, almost identical to the one you just came from. And this one is immediately under the marble throne. And you step in. And immediately, Theo, since you're the one leading the charge, yeah, you are blinded by a bright light that shines directly in your face. Ah, oh, crap. And you see the levitating metallic form oh, of sh- another one of those metallic octopus jellyfish creatures. Oh, crap. But it just floats there. What? And after a few seconds, you're tensing up after a few seconds the light goes off and you're kind of like blinking uh, and then you see it's still there uh, guys it's a it's just floating there 
you can see its its tentacles are like kind of free floating outward, almost like you know when you're like resting, they kind of flow out. But it has one of its tendrils is down. You see it is implanted in the ground. Uh, guys, it's an octopus, but it's not attacking. It's in chill mode. <laughs> this, this is directly beneath the tavern. Oh. Does it look like it's a storage area, or is it ju- just a separate thing, right? This is just a separate thing. This is okay. beneath the, the basement. Beneath the basement, okay. Wild. Um, and there isn't a, a ladder in here yet. It's in another room, right? No, it, it's in this room. It's in the far corner. Oh, okay. I just, I, I just realized you can't see the token. Let me make put a token down for it. Okay. So, yeah, Sorry. you... I love how you see one of these octopus things, and then you're like, "Where's the ladder?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to think of if they have easy access to this. Why? Why hasn't it been found? But obviously, since it's below the basement, it's not. Yeah, I mean, you can't see any holes, so like you're figuring it. Maybe there's like a, like either a hidden area, maybe some loose stone. Like you know, maybe you have to shove some stone aside to mm. get up, like move some bricks. Right. You feel like it probably would have been discovered a long time ago if it was obvious. Right, right. right. Okay. I know um, it's not good world building, but I'm trying my best. <laughs> no, it's great, Josh. It's great. Excuse me. Honestly, my my inspiration for this is, uh, is from uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's what I was wondering. Exactly. You know the, the Honeyduke cellar? Yeah. Secret mm-hmm. passageway? Yay, ladder. Okay. I'm going to move forward slowly and... Poke it. <laughs> oh, Vio, I don't know if you should. So you oh. take a you take a step forward, and the light springs on, and you hear a thrum, and a, oh. it's kind of like a static buildup in the room. And the thing doesn't attack you, but its tentacles are out. It still has one tentacle embedded in the ground, but its lights are on, and it's staring you down again. Oh. Vio, come back. Do- does it does it look like it's about to attack or it's defending itself or is it just turned on? It's very turned on. God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it is it, like it, it is active like it was when you first uh, tried to step into the room. Okay, so not actively aggressive or anything, but active. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna take just a tiny more step. Oh my God, AJ. <laughs> anything? Roll for initiative. Yeah, no! AJ, thought, you had to. I thought it was going to be... What did I tell you? I told you we should have let him uh, wake up. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, I thought it was going to be like it's implanted in the ground. It can't move or, or something. We don't know if it can move, but it Wait, still it, can it. shoot at us. AJ. Well, I didn't think it was going to start a fight. Oh my God. I, he was curious. Why? He was not smart. He didn't know what to do. He, he sees uh, a thing and it's planted. Thank, yeah, like, thank you for playing your idiot character, right? <laughs> Oops, I accidentally added the ladder to the initiative. Let's get rid of that. Oh you guys are getting no help from that ladder. It's I knew mimic. it was important. It's a mimic. So when does the chandelier come down? Yeah. All right. Everyone have their initiatives in? All right, Gunner. So you're going to go first. You feel this thrum and you feel the static energy in the room just build up as Fio tries to creep towards it. So you know something is imminent. What are you going to do? Uh, Gunner is going to look to uh, Fio and say, Fio, we, we have to run. And um, Gunner is going to, let's see. Can he see it from where he's standing? Yes, you can peek around to see it. Okay. Like you can look through the doorway. Oh, yeah. Okay, Gunner is going to... I don't think he wants to attack it, because I think he's holding on to a shred of hope (laughs) that uh, it won't come after us. But uh, Gunner is going to draw his short sword, one of them, and he's going to go... um, uh, And he is going to go... Uh, several feet to the right kind of back towards the way they came in expecting hopefully Fio is smart enough to follow (laughs) and and that's Gunner's turn alright oh and he's going to take the dodge action oh okay good call 
All right, so Theo. Oh boy. The thing floating there is gonna pull its tentacle up from the ground and it's gonna spread them out so it's like a an octopus with its uh, tentacles almost in like a radial arrangement around it. And you start to feel very, very cold and you start to shiver as if you were dunked in cold water and your skin gets clammy and you start to feel a weird feeling in the back of your head and you start to see things. You can't see what they are exactly, but like you get blurry images of what look like people laid out on tables. You see blood and gore as something pulls stuff out of these people and puts something in. And then you feel this voice in the back of your head say, you and your companions must leave now. You have six seconds to comply or you will be destroyed. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering the songs Waterkeep. And Weirder Things 2 are from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.